Okay, perfect. You're all set. Well, first of all, congratulations on uh, on a very, very wonderful and successful season two. Uh, every episode is just so much fun. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Sorry. We had, we had a, I mean, we, listen, I, I'm glad you guys are having fun. We, we are, we're fortunate ones. We, we get the most fun because we get to film it. So, uh, Gina, I, uh, you were right. We talked a few weeks ago and you were right. I mean, uh, we've gone into Sophie's uh, past a little and it is, uh, she's like a spider web, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's something that's been brewing for so many years. I remember like way back in the day, like season two, I, I, mean, I always like to think about the character's backstory, whether it's on television or, or in the theater. I think it brings a lot to your your performance and you owe the audience that. And, and Christian and I have always had a very clear idea of our backstories. So for us to celebrate our hundredth episode this season and and fulfill that dream of having our stories told, it makes it an even more special season for both of us, I think. Absolutely. And and, and Kristen Elliott is uh, you know, again, this this portion of the series has made Elliot even a more dimensional character. I mean, he is uh, we've met his uh, his his father. We've we've taken a look at his past. That must have been a wonderful episode for you to uh, uh, you to do. It was it was it was fantastic, man. Uh, a couple of things that led up to that was that the fact that I had met Keith David a few years back, and I said I, I'm a fan, and he pulled me in and gave me a hug and said I'm a fan. So I I, re I realized at that moment Keith David was a huge leverage fan. And this is a story that me, John Rogers, uh, Dean Devlin, we had, we had we had had since probably season one, somewhere in season one, we came up with this idea. And so I've carried this. She's talking about backstories. I've carried this backstory with me for a long time. And that's always just been what it was to have Keith David come in and play this man that that has, you know, been such a a hurtful thing in his life that he's never been able to fix. He fixes everybody else's life, but himself. That's kind of the thing that with Sophie and Elliot, you know, and in, in park, everybody, we, we, we can, we fix other people's lives because we can't fix our own. And he got just a glimpse of fixing his life. You know what I mean? Cause he's, he repaired something with his dad and, uh, and, and it was just Dean Devlin directed it. Dean Devlin wrote it. He knew what I wanted to do as the character and how to introduce this guy and what, and, and the, and the outcome. And, you know, it, it was, uh, and everything was real, man. I, at the very end there, when we're saying goodbye, I looked in Keith David's eyes and he was, he was a little bit misty and it made me misty and it made me cry. And then to turn around and, you know, and then go back to the people that a little embarrassed because Elliot doesn't do stuff like that. And then Sophie makes it all okay. But that's by putting her hand on him and just saying, she didn't even say anything. She just, she said everything without saying a word. Uh, and it was really great. And I was a little bit worried. I'm like, well, wait, this guy can't be resolved now. But then as the writing goes on, and especially as the finale, uh, as, as the, uh, the 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 season finale hits, uh, you, you can see that he's they're, they're, all of them are still broken, and that was important to me. We can't fix anything; we can only put a bandaid on it, and that's what we've done. Gina, uh, New Orleans really is a character in this, isn't it? <laughs> Tell us about it. We're the ones <laughs> that have to live through all the storms and. Um, all the uh, tornadoes, no, it's become definitely a member of the team. Um, you know, it, it, it's been, it's given us a kind of unique um, environment and, and so, such, so wonderful to live in such a diversity and to be able to embrace that diversity in the show as well, which is so important to all of us. 
and has always been an important element of the show. So and there's, uh, there's a, it's also dark in New Orleans, man. You know, there's a lot of stuff, underlying stuff that you don't see, like the mojo and the black magic and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of filters into the streets and there's a lot of candy skulls and skulls in general. And, uh, and you know, I think it might be a perfect place for us to do this stuff because it's a darker setting. Uh, and uh, and that's why Portland, Oregon always worked for us as well, because it was always a little overcast and it was never, you know, there never was a bright sunny day for these guys. And I'm not sure if there's ever going to be Sonoral and Lens itself. And we do use it as another character on the call sheet. Uh, also, Tony, you would have, um, have seen Beth's episode now, the one that takes place and then all those night shoots in the swamp and everything. Yeah. And and those are a challenge. You know, we're out there with snake wranglers and and um, all kinds of wranglers and all kinds of bugs and mud and um, it's a challenge, but it, it definitely um, makes our show look really lush and beautiful. Just a little inside scoop, and you're going to have to go back to uh, Mark Roskin's episode uh, in, in, in season one of Leverage Redemption, season six. Um, it, and we were all we were all at this golf course type place filming, but there was a big pond and we're pulling money out and I'm knee deep in it and Parker's and Beth's right there next to me and I'm handing her the money and they're pulling it with a rope and we're in the swamp. And the next day they pulled out a six and a half foot alligator that was just right there. And we had no idea that it was there. So, you know, you got to watch out in New Orleans. Yeah. I, and uh, watch out for the, your uh, your co-stars uh, being alligators. They, they just uh, it doesn't work out. <laughs> Kristen, uh, you know, you've got these two characters now, uh, you know, um, uh, Noah Wiley and Lee Shannon. I mean, they have found their footing, haven't they? They did. It's not going to be too hard for Noah. Noah can adapt to pretty much anything. We've all grown up with him in our living rooms and just, you know, love the guy that he's become. But Elise Shannon had the toughest job. She's not only coming in and sort of mimicking a character that is beloved in America by played by Aldous Hodge with, with Hardison. You know, she had to walk in and her first scene was in the circle, in the middle of all of us yelling at her. It was her first scene. And she took it like a champ and she's just become such it's I, I can't even it's it's really hard for me to remember when she wasn't part of the team because she's fit in so well. And I just think that, you know, and we're, we're so lucky to have her and what a talented actress and not a lot of people can get up there and do monologues like like Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge is, I would say, the best in the world for what he does. He gets two pages of monologues and, and monologue and he goes up there and he has to remember all this technical stuff. I didn't think that was going to be able to happen with anybody else. And she went in and she did it. And so it's fun. And her dynamic with with uh with with aldous uh, playing hardison is just so fun to watch the brother and sister thing happen uh we got to talk about uh you know season three uh have you heard any word what do you know <laughs> tony you're probably gonna hear before us exactly i've um, made i've made some phone calls listen and- we we're, we feel really good i thought you know we're we're uh Fortunately, and I can say this, you know, we're the number one show on Amazon Freebie right now, and the fans have all made that happen. And so I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's in the mood right now to let down these beautiful fans that have let us work on this show for so as long as they have. You know, and and I love the show, as you know. I mean, I've been a fan of the show since for way back, and and I love the camaraderie you guys have on and off set. I mean, it is such. You guys, you guys show your love for each other, and it is just we feel it as the audience. Well, this I, I don't. I'm going to let Gina answer this, but I just want to say one thing. This we're so that I've worked on a lot of shows. I've been so fortunate in my life, and it's not all the time that you get someone whoever's turn it is to be in the spotlight. We l- allow them to be in the spotlight, but that's not the only thing we do. We all take one step back and we allow this person to shine, and it just normally doesn't happen like that. What are you laughing at? She just said, I'm going to let Gina take this. And then he said, <laughs> let each other be in the spotlight. Yeah. 
Let me take a step back. <laughs> Dina? <laughs> I just wanted to say my piece, man. That was basically that's what it's like all day long with us. We just like make fun of each other and um he just like hit he hit the nail on the head right there. And the one thing we always like to do is steal each other's button. The button is the last line to get us out of the scene. And whoever has it, there's going to be three people that say something after it. And I, we're so fortunate that our writers and our directors let us do that. But I think that's the fun of the show is we're always looking for the best comedic way or best situation to get out of a thing. And we all think of them. And uh, I, I work with some really talented people. So it's fun to, uh, to, to see who gets the button. Christian, while I have you, I mean, uh, Almost Paradise, too, is just amazing. Well, I'm I'm so fortunate right now to be on to be on two shows that are on Amazon Freebie, working with the same boss, Dean Devlin, and uh, I just got back. I just flew in a few weeks ago. I was there for five months after Leverage, and we had a we had a blast, man. And I can't wait to I can't wait to talk to you, Tony, about that one when that one comes out. We will. And, and Gina, are you going to step behind the camera? I keep asking you. You going to do some directing? No, it's not for me. I it's so stress. I mean, the show is so stressful, and I'm so full of admiration for everybody. But um, I'm not. I, I I'm a, like, you know, if I did any directing, it wouldn't be with cameras. I'd probably be more attracted to doing theater because I I'm all about the text and the characters and the backstories and the layering the emotion. But I mean, if you, I still don't know when they get technical on set, and I've done a, over a hundred episodes of the show, I still don't know what's going. On. We had a conversation about that, her and I. We were like, you want to direct? And we both looked at you, no. Oh, it sounds like such a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love where I'm at in terms of being collaborative with the scripts, you know, that I can always jump on a call with one of the creatives and say, you know, maybe we send it there. You know, I, I love having a voice with the scripts, and that's good enough for me. I love the people I work with yeah. and that I get to act with and that you you have some autonomy with your character and um. It's fun. And uh, are we are we saying that this is the end of the interview? So I'm getting the button. No. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Tony. Who's getting it? Who's getting the button? Hey, Tony, favorite episode this season. Which Mine uh, was uh, the co uh, uh, where you guys went to college. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember. That's mine too. Uh, yeah. The work study job. I love the work that study one. job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was that's so much. And I, and I, I, we shined during that. She shined. I loved all the moments that I have with Elise in that episode. And also, Christian's so funny because he's always saying, oh, I love to punch people. I love to punch people. And that's the episode where he <laughs> has a soft, I, he has a soft spot. You have a soft spot for that guy and you won't punch him. Isn't it Not that exactly. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. And, getting, um, I am now getting the rap. So uh, I'll tell you, I, okay. the, the other one was where the woman didn't know that she was in the con. And that was such a great one, too. The Just the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you must be you must be a Doctor Who fan then, because I think that, that a lot of that was taken from sort of a, a skeleton of, of what they did, and the fans caught on to it. That's why I love our fans so much. You can't get anything past them, and, and I actually enjoy that. Christian I'm, and, and Gene, I'm going to hit you up uh, on social media to do a longer interview with me when you have time. And uh, uh, and I know that uh, uh, Dean has promised me that if there's a season three, I'm going to get to do a set visit with you guys. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. We'll have to get you in the show. We love you, Tony. Thank I, you. I can be a bartender, you know, because there. Yeah, absolutely. I love you guys, too. And uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having us. Good to see you again, Tony. Stay healthy. Bye-bye. All right. We are clear.